Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Wow, I can't believe it. It's the end of the year. It's the last Freedom Friday of the year. Yep. Holy Time went by fast. Holy it's moly. Friday, December 30th, 2016. In we, a few days, it'll be 2017. We won't, we won't be back till next year. That's We're right. taking, yeah, this is it. We won't be back till taking next year. Taking the rest year. of the year off, people, and we'll be back next year. That's right. That's right. I'm going to miss 2016. It was just oh, so peaceful and wonderful. Really? It was so great living. Yeah, it was so great living in the world in 2016. Why is your nose growing? Well, because it's big. It's big. Huh? It's big. You got a big <laughs> nose. Yeah. I mean, gosh, what a dumpy year. Ugh. Horrible. It's a horrible year. Yeah. Just nasty. And these, uh, this election thing in the U.S.? Mm. Bad, 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 bad stuff all the way around, and it's uh, not going away. I'm telling you, see, listeners, Miss Kapow and I, we have a, it's not a bet, but she thinks Trump is going to get inaugurated on the 20th, and I don't think he's going to make it. I think something's going to happen before then. So um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, I honestly, I can't, I cannot picture him making it to the White House and sitting in that seat, I just, man, these these people are something else. They're brutal. I they know. are. I just cannot see it happening. I mean, look at this this Obama administration, or like what the Russians call it, the uh, the lame duck mm-hmm. administration. They're trying to start World War Three. Yeah. Well, they've tried everything else. Yes. And so. Yes, they've tried to recount the votes. Mm-hmm. They've tried to. Well, they've tried to steal votes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything. They've I mean, they've done everything, everything except out and out drone the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I probably the only reason is that it would be so obvious you would have um, an outright uprising, mm-hmm. you know, in America. But I'm telling you, these uh, these idiots, this Obama character, I mean, this, this administration, I mean, they really are trying to, they're trying to pick a fight. With Russia. With Russia, a superpower, nuclear arms superpower. I mean, to gather up these diplomats mm-hmm. and give them 72 hours. Get out, because we think you hacked some while our borders are wide open. Mm-hmm. Letting all these Syrians and... God all the knows. refugees. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely amazing the level of corruption and depravity that these... Satanists have, and that's what they are. They're Satanists. All of them are Satan worshipers. Yep. You know, forget the ideology of Democrat or socialist or Marxist. They're just they're Satanists. They worship Satan, 
It's mm-hmm. Satan's planet. They're worshiping the boss of this society. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. They've sold their souls and um, for eternal damnation. Right. And we've got to live with these idiots mm-hmm. until the day of judgment. That's what made 2016 hard. Mm-hmm. And it still makes it hard. Yeah, the tares and the wheat. Yeah. They've grown together. Mm-hmm. And you can't pull up the uh, the tares without harming the wheat. Right. Oh, my goodness. And it's just horrible. I can't believe we're still here. I know. I don't know how long we're going to be here, but I just, it's amazing that we even made it through 2016 without. The grace of the Lord. Without imploding. And never mind all the other stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, just regular. Yeah. Dumbed down humans and just shootings and, you know, police officer ambushes mm-hmm. are the highest it's been in two decades. It's, it's great. I predicted that, though. I knew it was going to happen. I know. I knew we were going to see it again. Um, There's a lot more violence out here. and Oh, every day. Yeah. I mean, just regular people. I don't say regular people, but I mean, non-political situations where they're just shooting each other. Just killing each other. Mm-hmm. Just bizarre. Bizarre. So anyway, so we got some good news for you guys. We are going to talk about John Kerry. The serpent. The serpent. And um, you're going to need to go to Fifth Hook Media Facebook page. Fifth Hook Media. For the visual. Yeah. You have to see this video. It's about a three-minute video. And he's sticking out his tongue mm-hmm. like a serpent dozens and dozens and dozens of times it's mm-hmm. incredible so um we're he's manifesting talk, his nature so. yeah exactly and his ideology he's a serpent i'm going to talk about obama's pardons all these criminals he's letting out more than any other president in in history guy's an idiot he's can't wait to that lame duck big-eared fool gets removed. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm serious. If they can start a war in the middle of a nuclear attack off the East Coast and blame it on Russia, Congress can suspend the inauguration and keep this bozo in place. Mm-hmm. Indefinitely. Yeah, until things, you know, calm down. <clears throat> I really think that's the plan. I mean, I really have a hard time thinking that uh, Trump's going to get in there. Anyway, uh, and then we're going to talk about George Soros, this son of Satan, what he has said Mm -hmm. about Trump. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. It's like the Antichrist blaming somebody for unseating the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That guy, whatever he says, you know it's a lie, so you just... You know, you just think the opposite. Just the opposite, yeah. And then uh, there's there's farts. There's farting going on in San Francisco, and it's permeating the air. (laughs) I have a theory, (laughs) but there's a fart smell in San Francisco, California. I know all of you are going, well, yeah, it's liberal. There's Democrats there, liberal. I understand that, but uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. I like saying that word. Ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Let's make a good song with the, like the, the tune of Oklahoma, but ayahuasca. <laughs> ayahuasca in the USA is rising, and some Russian scientist has discovered a bacteria, and he's injected himself with it. That's uh, well, we'll t- we'll talk about that. 
But the very last story, the very last story, I can't tell you what it's going to be because it's a surprise. Mm. This is you can't fix stupid yeah. like on steroids. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. And it has something to do with one of your favorite celebrity females in the Christian world. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. So you got to stay tuned with that. I'm not going to give that up right off the bat. All right. Mm-mm. All right. So you have a scripture, Miss Kapownis? I'm going to read First Peter 1, verse 14 through 2, 3. All right. Okay. Here we go. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons, judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God, seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endures forever, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby, if so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Amen. Corruptible seed. Don't be of corruptible seed. Serpent seed. Serpents. Ick. Ick. Okay, there's not... Nasty. Nasty. There's not much to talk about here, but there's everything to see on our Facebook page, Fifth Hook Media. There's a video of John Kerry sticking out his tongue dozens of times during his anti-Israel speech. Yeah, this is big, man. This is big. Big time. Um, During this... During Kerry's browbeating of Israel's speech, he stuck his tongue out in a very bizarre fashion, by the way. Dozens of times. Yeah, because his speech was like 73 minutes long, so you can imagine how many tongue-sticking, tongue-out thingies he's doing. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot more than dozens of times. I think it was more like hundreds of times. Because yeah. just this three-minute clip... I know. it's He's all over the place. Constant. Yeah. Uh, very creepy. Apparently, Mark Levine, who I, I really like as a radio host, calls him mashed potato face. <laughs> uh, so he says, uh, Mark Levine says, maybe this guy's drying out or something. Give him some water. Or is he Barack Obama's anti-Israel serpent sticking out his forked tongue? I think it's the latter. 
I think it shows his character, mm-hmm. both physically and ideologically. He's yeah. a serpent. He's mm-hmm. a son of Satan. Mm-hmm. They're all around us, folks. I mean, I don't know why these people keep looking up in the sky, looking for aliens. My goodness. The enemy is always from within. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. We're the aliens. We don't belong here. This is their society. And the only way out is through Christ. Only one. One way out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got to put up with these uh, knuckleheads until we get to that land where there really is justice and mercy and peace. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you have, you know, a just God ruling everything. Right. Instead of these nuts. Okay, lame duck Obama. I cannot wait. I have, you know, when you have those retirement calendars and they go backwards. Yeah, count, count down. The days, I have a Obama getting his stupid, incompetent, skinny, big-eared, ugly face out of the White House countdown mm-hmm. on my iPhone app. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait. I, I can't wait. And I hope that day comes. It will. Until he does, Obozo releases more dangerous convicts. Mm -hmm. This is from uh, the National Rifle Association, from their Institute for Legislative Action. So it's probably something you're not going to read on the mainstream media. This uh, last Monday, Barack Hussein Obozo, he set a new record. Wow. Wow. For the number of pardons and com- commutations, a new record. Granted in a single day, he bestowed pardons on 78 federal prisoners. And then he reduced the sentences of another 153. Wow. Among the prisoners, check this out, folks. Among the prisoners granted clemency were 54 of them, and they were serving life terms. Yeah. So these aren't your you know that's petty heavy. criminals. Nah. You've heard me talk about before, I did a little thing with DEA, DEA for a while, and we had to file our cases in you know federally, and it is like the feds don't file a case against somebody. The U.S. attorney does not take a case unless they're going to win it. Right. It's not like state court mm-hmm. where, you know, they get a jury and you might win. You might. It's not like that at all. Um, they won't even take the case unless everything is documented. And it takes years to build a case against somebody federally. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy thing, whether it's drugs or white collar crime or whatever you want to talk, you know, talk about. It's, it's serious. Mm-hmm. So to release these guys, especially 54 serving life terms, this is serious, serious stuff. A lot, a lot of uh, man hours and investigation went into these things. And just to throw it all away is, is very disheartening. You know, we have a, uh, a next door. And it's disrespectful for all the law enforcement, for all the work that they did. Oh, yeah. It's, you know? it's why, why do it? Mm-hmm. Why, why do they it? They risk their lives, their family. Mm-hmm. Just to have them released. Now, we have a, uh, we have a friend. We have a neighbor who is a a retired IRS agent, Mm. and she worked the enforcement uh, part of it. Mm -hmm. And she has she has several stories, but one of her big stories was 
all this work and investigation Mm -hmm. that went into tracking a certain person Mm -hmm. and how they were, the governor released them. Right, right, right. She basically, what she saw was criminal politics at its finest. Right. And it burned her out. Mm -hmm. And she hates the IRS. Um, She thinks they're a bunch of buffoons. Yeah. And she worked for them. But um, because this guy was released after all the work criminal doing and all the work. Yeah. So anyway, that's pretty heavy. Meanwhile, Islamic terrorists were striking targets in Germany and Turkey. Other reports indicate the president Obama plans to transfer up to 18 additional detainees out of Guantanamo Bay. Mm. During his tenure, he has decreased the number of detainees held at the facility for accused terrorists from 242 to, uh, after his latest order takes effect, as few as 41. Wow. Wow. So this, this guy is, um, this guy's an idiot. I, I mean, we've been saying this for eight years. This guy is a total buffoon. He's dangerous, and he's so anti-American. Mm-hmm. He's such a Satanist. He's such a hateful. Yeah, he's very dark. Yeah. According Not to skin an article. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, character-wise, spiritually-wise. According to an article in the Washington Times from last January, Obama's determination to winnow the Guantanamo facility population as much as possible has forced administration officials to release over or release ever higher risk prisoners. Yeah. About 30% of Guantanamo graduates have resumed or are suspected of restarting their terrorist activity. Well, of course. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Oh, man. So he's just releasing people like crazy. Prisoners were pardoned last Monday. Their convictions include, now check this out. Multiple counts of knowingly disposing of a firearm to a felon and falsification of firearm background check forms. Now, here's this guy who's trying to uh, take away your Second Amendment rights. Right. His whole administration for last eight years have attacked Second Amendment. Right. And gun control is their big right. thing. Excuse me. Dogs. Wow. Yet he's releasing... Not just one, but several, several people who have firearm federal convictions. Here's another one. Use of a firearm in relation to a drug trafficking offense. Another one. Unlawfully transporting firearms. Another one. Possession of a stolen firearm. Another one. Felon in possession of a firearm. Another one. Possession with intent to distribute cocaine base and even involuntary manslaughter. Mm -hmm. So while Obama has used his executive authority to rewrite what he considers to be historic wrongs in the sentencing of crimes involving crack cocaine, the ravages of the crack trade on urban communities are well known. I know that because I enforced in the 80s in the peak of the crack cocaine epidemic in downtown Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And in L.A., and it's, uh, it's incredible. And then we found out years later that the uh, CIA was furnishing the crack yep. in the ghetto to finance their black ops. Mm-hmm. 
in uh, foreign countries. And that's that's a fact. That was kind of crazy that you put your life on the line for um, something that they're 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 doing. Uh, crack literally changed the entire face of the city. I'm talking about New York. Uh, Ex DEA guy says that. He says, I know of no other drug except maybe LSD in its heyday that caused such a social change. Yeah. Uh, there was street violence, child abuse, spousal abuse, horror stories that you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Ain't that nice? Mm-hmm. So anyway, Obama's just commuting all these people. He had commuted more sentences than the past 11 presidents combined. combined. Yep. Oh. <sighs> Man, you talk about a deep, corrupt government. No, this is the change that he was talking about. Okay, let's move on to George Soros. Georgie. George Soros. Here's a son of Satan. He's an Illuminati. He's a direct descendant of the serpent line. It's obvious. He even looks like a serpent. He looks like a serpent. He has skin of a serpent. He's a billionaire globalist. And check this out. He says that Trump is a would-be dictator who threatens the new world order. That's what's funny. That is funny. <laughs> he's, he's accusing somebody of being a would-be dictator to threat in his new world order. Mm-hmm. So like I said, that's like the Antichrist. Um, the Antichrist is going, hey, Donald Trump is going to upset, uh, you know, upset, upset me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Exactly. He uh, he pinned a panicked rant in which he de- he decries Donald Trump as a would be dictator who threatens the future of the new world order. Wow. <laughs> he's he's going to mess everything up. He's he's going to he's going to mess up our yeah. enslavement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. In an article uh, for Project Syndicate, Soros begins by mentioning how he lived under Nazi and Soviet rule in Hungary. And um, he asserts that various forms of close societies from fascist dictatorships to mafia states are on the rise. Yet. I know. Yet he's against all that stuff. Yeah, right. That's all he does is fun stuff like that. Exactly. The claim is confounded by the facts which show that the share of the world population living in democracies has increased continuously. Soros writes that in voting for Trump, Americans like us elected a con artist and would-be dictator as its president. I like that, would-be dictator. Mm-hmm. Not that he is, but he he, he would be. Um, and that his defeat of Hillary or Kankel's Clinton means America will be, quote, unable to protect and promote democracy in the rest of the world. Wow. Wow. And then in parentheses, it says here, because that policy works so well in Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, and Libya. Ha, ha, ha. Soros also slams Trump's new cabinet as containing nothing other than, quote, incompetent extremists and retired generals. <laughs> God, what a... But just the fact that he's writing this rant mm-hmm. is just something to really gloat about. Right. Because they're, they're really becoming unhinged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is a big threat to them. Yes. This Their is, little empire. This is really something. They're really collapsing here. Explaining how he supports the European Union because it is a successful attempt at, quote unquote, social engineering. I mean, just to say that Mm -hmm. you should be running the opposite way. Soros laments the fact that 
the body, the European Union, has become increasingly dysfunctional and its disintegration has been accelerated, first from Brexit, then from the, then from the election of Trump in the U.S. and the uh, Italian voters' rejection by a wide margin of constitutional reforms. <laughs> he also bemoans Russian President Vladimir Putin's alleged undue influence during the presidential election. His alleged mm-hmm. undue influence. Yeah, because they have no proof of this. Yeah. Now, I tell you what, I voted for Trump, but it had nothing to do with Russia. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with Vladimir Putin telling me to do it. Or yeah. st- It had everything to do with looking at the other side and going, there's no way that these that I could, I could possibly even conceive of these buffoons in leadership. Mm-hmm. Not in my wildest imagination. Right. I don't care if Daffy Duck was running against Hillary and the Democrats. I would have voted for Daffy Duck. Amen. At first, he tried to control social media. Then in a brilliant move, he exploited social media companies, their business model. He's talking about Putin. Mm-hmm. To spread misinformation and guess what? Fake, fake news. news. Yes, George. Fake news. Yes, everything's fake, George. Disorienting um, electorates and destabilizing democracies. That is how he helped Trump get elected. That is so retarded. That's how he did it. That's how he did it. He he disoriented um, electorates. Like these people don't have enough brains mm-hmm. uh, to know right from wrong. Soros says Putin felt threatened by color revolutions in Georgia, Ukraine, and elsewhere, without mentioning that Soros himself played a key role in bankrolling these contrived uprisings, Mm -hmm. as well as the color revolution being fomented against Trump. That's right. Um, It says, the irony of an ultra-rich elitist who has bankrolled the overthrow of innumerable governments, insisting he cares about democracy and the will of the people, is particularly rich. He's a liar. That is true. So anyway... The whole tone of the piece is clearly fraught with concern that the populist movement is sweeping the West, poses a direct threat to the plutocratic new world order that Soros has spent his entire life helping to build. He concludes that warning that the EU is on the verge of breakdown due to stagnant economic growth and the out-of-control refugee crisis uh, that Soros himself again helped create in the first place as a way to obtain political power. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he's ranting that Trump is a would-be dictator that's going to mess up the new world order. (laughs) This is like Antichrist complaining that some guy is going to upset the mark of the beast. We can't can't have this guy because he's going to come and upset the mark of the beast and no one's going to take the mark of the beast and you guys are going to be able to buy or sell without a mark. Isn't that damn right? That's right. George Soros, son of Satan. When are you getting out of here, too, and going to eternal judgment? Gosh, take your son with you. Okay, stop for a commercial break because I've been yelling and my voice is just sore. (laughs) I don't know what all this fuss is about, about these pestilence. I think the scientists are doing a great job. Clueless. In the dark. Uh, I think the government's doing a good job. Have no idea what is really going on? I have an app for that. Kapow Radio Show app for iPhone and iPad. Kapow Radio Show app for Android. Get the app. 
Get a clue. Hey, Vinny. I love politicians. I think they've got my best interest in mind. Get the app. Get a clue. FifthHookMedia.com. Okay, Ms. Kapow, we're back. Hey, alrighty. There's rotten egg smell in San Francisco. Why? Why is Why? the question. Why? Why? We had that in Hemet a few years ago. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And it was, um, I think, would they blame it on the Salton Sea? Yes, they did. An algae bloom or something. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I remember at least one person had contacted me and said that it was indicative of um, volcanic activity, like underground or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And said, uh, you know, watch out because it might blow. But nothing happened. Mm-mm. But it was a nasty sulfur smell. Yeah. Rotten egg smell. And uh-huh. we, we smelled it for... It smells demonic. Yeah. That's what de- demons smell like. Mm-hmm. It does. But it was all over the uh, Southern California uh, area there in Riverside County. Mm-hmm. And they said it was the Salton Sea and some kind of algae bloom or whatever yeah. like that. Um, I don't know if that was true. But we, we did I don't think so. That. I think they just didn't know where the smell was coming from. Yeah. Well, now it's in San Francisco. For the second night in a row, citizens reported a rotten egg-like funk wafting through San Francisco. It's butt gas. I think it is butt gas. And without going to great detail, if you have a large population of homosexual men that do anal uh, sex, their sphincter muscles are looser and gas. You know how they, how California has a law against cows and farting cows mm-hmm. because they're causing greenhouse emissions? It's the same thing with the homosexuals in San Francisco. Exactly. There should be a law. And then they wouldn't have this. That's It's science. I don't make this up. It's no. just science. But gas. It's butt gas. Crews from Pacific Gas and Electric Company, see, they got their own butt gas company mm-hmm. there, responded to 15 calls, 15, my friends, about the bizarre smell. Check out the times, 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. Mm. 1-11. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Uh, this was last Thursday. Those reports came after PG&E got 54 calls starting at 2 a.m. Wednesday, about what citizens reported as the smell of gas in neighborhoods throughout the city. But in all the cases, the inspectors found no leaks or a trace of natu- natural gas in the air. That's because it's butt gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say it appears not to be part of our oh, facilities. Of course, of course. Now, the Bay Area Air Quality Management District, San Francisco Fire Department, and several other agencies are working to track down the butt smell that's coming from the highly democratic, liberal San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. What can you say? What can you say? What can you say? Please? So in all these troubling times, Ms. Kapow, do you think Americans are, I don't know, strapping up their loins and getting ready to take on 2017? No. As men and women They're mature? to escape. Yeah. A lot of marijuana. Marijuana. A lot of marijuana. A lot of drugs. Ayahuasca. Well, the ayahuasca plant gains a foothold in the U.S. Yeah, well, it's been working its way up. It has. Know, we, I've read stories. and Yes. And then uh, the celebrities now are digging well, they're it. they're the big ones that are bringing this stuff in. And so once they because do it. they have the money to build these shrines mm-hmm. and these spas yes. that uh, have this... Yeah. And if it works for them and their celebrities, my goodness, mm-hmm. it's going to work for the rest of us. 
The big one is that Chelsea gal, you know, that comedian. Chelsea Handler? Yeah, oh. because what she did is on her show is that she actually went to one of these spas mm. and her and some other gal actually experienced this drug wow. on the show. Maybe yeah. that's why she was triggered with the Donald Trump election. Could be. The the land, the landslide win. Maybe she, that's why she was triggered and had a meltdown. Could be. Because of the ayahuasca had opened up her eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's all the new world order. Not, mm. Yeah. But apparently the gal that went with her that took the drug didn't have a very good trip. Yeah, I remember that. a very good that. experience. Yeah. Bad. She had a bad but See, trip. but these are the people that have brought this stuff in. Mm-hmm. Remember, or, you know, not too, not too long ago, Marcos had done a show specifically on ayahuasca. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And he has a friend. In fact, um, uh, he reiterated this on our Facebook page. We posted this. But he, he knew somebody who had taken this and literally was outside of his body and mm-hmm. saw the demons, the spirits entering his body as he was outside Can looking you? on. Can you imagine Can you? that? I guess apparently now the guy uh, got saved. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. But, um, I mean, Marcos, because this, this comes from the Amazon jungle and stuff. Sure. And uh, Marcos has lived in the Amazon jungle in a tree house for a lot of years. Huh? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Are you serious? <laughs> no, but he, it comes from the Amazon jungle. He's, he's familiar with all this stuff. And, um, you know, one of the things he's saying is that this is the most direct way. This drug is the most direct way to get demon possessed, right. to become a host by spirits like immediately. Mm-hmm. It's not like it doesn't take any time. It just boom, it's going to happen. You've opened up the gate. They're in. They're there. Yeah. And um, and like he commented, even uh, if you get a, a like a nice looking, a good looking spirit, mm-hmm. they'll still come in and it enslave you the rest of your life. Right. It's really, really nasty stuff. It is a nasty drug. Incredible. Well, this is from Los Angeles. Go figure. Dominique was hooked on cocaine and smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. Uh, it's a female. Until she stumbled onto ayahuasca. Isn't that nice? A hallucinogenic concoction that she says has changed her life. So she was a cocaine addict uh, and addicted to nicotine and the whole lifestyle. And then she took another drug and that just helped her. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No. Okay. No, it doesn't seem to make sense. That's like saying, I was in county jail for X amount of years as a prisoner, and then I got out and I went to, I don't know, Chino State Prison, mm-hmm. and then that just changed my life. That was so much better than county jail. <laughs> uh, she's a French-American woman. I don't know why that's important, but she lives in Los Angeles. She didn't want her real name used. I don't know why. She's so proud of this. But she's thousands, she's one of thousands of people across the United States who are increasingly turning to the powerful uh, brew from the Amazon to overcome addiction, depression, and psychological trauma. Now, we watched... And it's trauma. It is trauma. <laughs> we watched a documentary on this uh, a few years ago, and it, what was it called? Um, the Spirit Vine, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Spirit Vine. That's one of the reasons why we watched it, because of the title. And, um, and I forget if it was on Netflix or not. I'm sure it's one of those. But um, it, it was a documentary on ayahuasca, and it followed several people 
mm-hmm. going through this stuff, and it showed the good and the bad, mm-hmm. and a lot of these people how they and then they got addicted to this stuff because right. they couldn't function without it. None of it ended well. Mm-mm. They might have had a good trip, you know, yeah. or whatever, but none of it ended well. They lost their families, finances. Well, they lost their mind. Yeah, yeah. The potion is prepared and consumed as part of a shamanic ritual, especially gaining uh, a following in, guess where? Hollywood and the Silicon Valley. But which is true, they use it for spiritual reasons. Yes, yeah. And it opens their spiritual eye or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thousands are flocking to sample the elixir and swear by its therapeutic properties. I love the way this is written. It sounds like it's like chamomile tea or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just take it. Despite warnings from scientists and users that ayahuasca can be dangerous and even prove fatal, especially with mixed with other drugs. Ayahuasca's proponents, who include celebrities such as Sting, Roxanne, you don't have to turn on the red light. Paul Simon, what did Paul Simon sing? 50 Ways to Lose Your Lover. Paul Simon. Tori Amos. Who's Tori Amos? Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's yeah. that's a good representative of how that plant really changed lives. Yeah. Lindsay's like squared away. Uh, they say the plant offers a spiritual experience like no other. You got that right. Just like you said. Many also say it has allowed them to overcome traumas that no other conventional therapy can tackle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you, in other words, you have to be a weak person to begin with. You're mentally, spiritually, emotionally weak. Seriously. Mm-hmm. To have to go and do this. Right. Because yeah, you, you're traumatized. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of uh, the people that were triggered, liberals that are triggered mm-hmm. by the election um, or, you know, politically incorrect speech. This show triggers people. Mm-hmm. Could probably turn to ayahuasca for comfort. Sure. You know. Uh, is there Christian ayahuasca out there? I'm sure, I mean, is there a church that can do Christian ayahuasca? Because that would be a big seller. That would be. I think that'd be a good idea. Have Starbucks in the in the foyer, in the lobby, mm-hmm. and then some ayahuasca, you know. Now, under the pastor's care. Sure. Yeah, you know, I think that'd be a good idea. There's been this misconception that it's the hippies that come from, or that come with feathers in their hair, but it's pretty much the opposite. Uh, this guy, uh, who doesn't use his real name, he arranges ayahuasca ceremonies in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yes. People want to have a strong experience. They want to consider spiritual experiences something sacred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dennis McKenna, you know him, mm-hmm. assistant professor at the University of Minnesota Center for Spirituality and Healing. Some 100 clandestine ayahuasca ceremonies are held nightly in New York and other cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco. That's San what Francisco. He says. That's where your fart smell's coming mm-hmm. from. McKenna said it's difficult to get a firm count on the number of ceremonies held across the country because ayahuasca contains the hallucinogenic drug DMT. Yes, which is illegal in the United States. It's the same category as ecstasy and heroin. I got a good ecstasy story, too. Remind me to say that. Uh, Two Brazilian 
churches in the Western United States that use ayahuasca as a sacrament are exempt from the ban. There you have it. Marcos. Churches. Brazilian churches here in the United States are using ayahuasca. We got to get Marcos down there to go talk to these people. <laughs> uh, the firm believers in ayahuasca say they drink the foul tasting tea only at intervals of several months and must observe a strict diet before sampling the brew. Uh, which is crap because you saw these documentaries and, and um, people get addicted to this stuff. Anyway, it purges them. They do all kinds of stuff. It's all great. Um, it goes on and on. But, you know, I'm telling you, Marcos is right. It's the quickest way to gain demonic possession. You can yeah, imagine. and then once the trip is over, it's not like, okay, the de- the demons are gone. Yeah. They stay there because now you've opened the door. You've given them legal right to be there. Yeah. You're, you're their host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're their host. You're, you're serving them wine and cheese now. Yep. And you and, are uh, the wine and cheese. Yeah. And they're not leaving. Okay. Ecstasy. You have a story. You have Ex- a story? Ecstasy. Ecstasy. There's this guy that uh, I play some music with and he's a recovered uh, drug addict. And uh, he has all kinds of great stories. He's from New Jersey. Mm. All kinds of uh, stories about his drug days and crazy stuff. But the other day we were talking about ecstasy. And he said him and his uh, ex-wife did ecstasy. Um, DMT or MDT is what it was called back then. And he said it was the most fantastic Mm. trip, the most fantastic high uh, he ever experienced. He said it was incredible. And um, he, he didn't go out party and stuff like that. They just stayed at home. And he said the thing is, is everything was funny and they laughed so hard that the next day your face actually hurt. Wow. And, you know, your body hurt, you know, because it was the greatest thing. And he, he was talking about how ecstasy, you know, was there was nothing like it. And then he said, except when you came down. Yep. As high as you went is as low as the crash. Mm. And he says, and that crash was rough. He says it brought on depression and you were sick. And uh, he says at the time they had kids in the house and they had to go to work and stuff. And he says, and he goes, you just, you weren't, you weren't a nice person. And it was horrible, the crash. So uh, they had a buddy who had bought something like a hundred tabs of this stuff. And so they decided they were going to try it again. And they did it again uh, for the second time. And the same thing happened. A great euphoric high. And then the crash just about killed him. Mm. And he says uh, the buddy took the rest of the tabs of the the stuff and destroyed it. And they never did it again. Um, But it was interesting talking to him about the realities of of this escapism and and trying to get, uh, you know, High in a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, quite quite amazing. Anyway, ayahuasca here in the U.S. That's just what we need. Yay, yay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, there's a Russian scientist here who hasn't had an illness in two years. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't. Well, good I, for him. I haven't been sick in a couple of years myself, and um, and I'm not a scientist that injects myself with bacteria. <laughs> But this guy has discovered an ancient eternal life bacteria, and he's illness-free. Now, I don't know how you get eternal life from this, um, but they get eternal life from it. 
He's a Russian scientist. He ejected himself with a 3.5 million year old <laughs> eternal life bacteria extracted from the Siberian permafrost. And now he claims to be stronger and free from illness. Wow. That sounds good. The bacteria, Bacillus F, was locked in permafrost for millions of years until Russian scientists discovered it. Hmm. No wonder Obama's trying to get them to, uh, you know, provoke them into war. Obama wants this uh, Bacillus F. Sure. He wants to be, uh, he wants to live forever. Mm-hmm. Tests had up to, um, been recently performed on mice and human blood cells. Hmm. And I'm not going to pronounce this guy's name, but the scientist, he's the head of geocryology at Moscow State University. Well, he offered to test the bacteria on himself. That's, that's See, pretty that ballsy. I, yeah, I find that hard to believe. That's pretty ballsy. Yeah. He now claims to have been free of illness for two years following his injection. He said, I started to work longer. I never had a flu for the last two years. Mm. After successful experiments on mice and fruit flies, see, I thought it would be interesting to try the inactivated bacterial culture. Well, he claims the bacteria actually resides in trace amounts of the region's water, and so people drink it all the time, so no big deal, and blah, 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 blah. But he did say, we do not know yet exactly how it works. In fact, we do, want, we do not know exactly how aspirin works, for example, but it does. So he says, just because we don't understand the mechanism doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. It's amazing how they say that kind of stuff in regards to like the, the medical marijuana that we were mm-hmm. talking to yes. that girl today. Yes. It's amazing how they have different miracle, I mean, uh, medical marijuana for each ail, different ailment. Yes. And that it works, but no one really knows how understands how it does that to me that is bizarre that's dangerous that's like uh, i don't like it yeah it's it's so bizarre because um you know those of you who are more old school and you go back to you know your your grandpa's marijuana it was just a plant you grew in the backyard and and like she said today you either had brown or green you know you had good stuff or bad stuff and it was just a plant but it is you've got chemists now and scientists and chemists um you know, making marijuana hybrid, you know, mm-hmm. hybrid now. Uh, and it is amazing. There's several people I talk to about it. Um, my barber uh, smokes a lot of it and he knows a lot about it. And it's fascinating. And then this guy from Jersey I was telling you about. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's like I said, he's recovered. He doesn't, he doesn't even drink. He doesn't do drugs anymore or alcohol or nothing. But, and his, either does his wife, but his wife works at the, medical marijuana dispensary here in in town mm-hmm. and um so he was telling me about all this stuff the same the same thing that you know if you if you have migraines you can get a specific plant mm-hmm. or a specific ointment or think that would just affect that or if you have you know back pain or it and so i no one knows how it's done how that works but it does it's just kind of amazing. It's almost like it's prayed over, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Almost seems like some kind of spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, uh, I mean, Something how, doesn't, how can you take right. a plant and go, well, this will take away the headache or this will specifically, you know, help you with your female problems or, mm-hmm. I mean, how, how, how does, how does that, that work? work? I don't know. Uh, obviously, I, I'm not a chemist or a scientist or I'm sure there's probably some 
reason for all that. But uh, really, I don't know. It's not the same stuff. And then you know the thing is, we were talking to this gal today about it because we were talking about um, because now that recreational marijuana is legal in Nevada, you know how that's how is that going to affect you know things? But can't be good. Yeah. Anyway, this this medical dispensary they they hire a lot of people. They're expanding. So they're putting a lot of money into the uh, economy, and and isn't it just like, like Satan? It yeah. always, it kind of like it's always good mm-hmm. for a little bit to get mm-hmm. you hooked, mm-hmm. and then it backfires on you. You yeah. watch. Yeah. In fact, it was interesting because we learned a new term today. Her husband is going to be um, promoted. Mm-hmm. He works there at the dispensary. Um, he's a packager, mm-hmm. but um, he's going to get promoted to a. Uh, is it? Oh, it's a pod pod tender, bud tender, bud t- bud tender, like a bartender, but bud tender, where uh, it's just like you go to a bar and then they go up there and they go, "What do you have?" and and it's a job requirement yes. that he that he sample all all the drugs there, yes, so that he can recommend certain ones to the customer. Yes, so he gets free samples. Him and his wife. Yes, get free samples. Of the of the drugs, so that um, he get, he can have the expertise in knowing how they they operate and work. It's a requirement. It's a requirement. And so I'm saying this cannot be good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this it's kind of amazing. So anyway, I think the next thing we'll be doing is doing ayahuasca, legalize ayahuasca, and then shooting bacteria <laughs> in our veins to extend our lives. <laughs> so anyway, he uh, this scientist discovered a bacteria in 2009. It was embedded in ancient permafrost known uh, in a mountain called Mammoth Mountain. So he began to uh, inject it, use it himself. He hasn't been sick in two years. He feels great. Um, but he does say he doesn't really know what the side effects would, might be. <laughs> Sorry, like. There you have it. Uh, yeah, and that's why we're trying to go to war. Okay, let's end with the last story. You can't, oh, you can't just, fix stupid. You can't fix stupid. This is from You Can't Fix Stupid News Desk. Um, Music, please. Whoa, that's loud. The music's really loud, Miss Kapow. (laughs) It is. Uh, Okay, from the You Can't Fix Stupid News Desk. This is from, um, I guess, People Magazine. Yep. You're not going to believe this. It opens up. Here's the headlines. Praise the Lord. Victoria Olstein's new wrinkle remover erases wrinkles in eye bags for $5. Botox doctors are outraged by her breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of her and Joel mm-hmm. with, uh, what's this guy's name? Larry. Larry King. King. Live. And the headline on this picture says, Joel Osteen, this is a quote from Joel, God says, have it all. Really? That's what God says, have it all. Oh, yeah, maybe he's God. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what Satan (laughs) says. Have it all, do what they wilt is the whole of the law. Uh, Joel Osteen and wife Victoria uh, says he leads America's largest congregation. Isn't that neat? Neat? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Victoria Olstein was featured on Larry King Live to launch her new skincare and anti-aging line, mm-hmm. known as Revived Youth. 
right? Discover how at 54, oh, Victoria looks so hot. And 54 she, really isn't that old. No, not when you're 80 like us. <laughs> um, discover, discover how at 54 she looks half her age. Mm-hmm. She's such a hot mama. And how you can use the extract, uh, the same product as her to look years younger. No okay, kidding. So you don't have to look like an old hag anymore. You can use the Victoria Osteen Secret Cream. Mm-hmm. Folks, This is I'm not lying to you. This is true stuff. During her 25 years sharing a stage with Joel, Victoria Osteen has miraculously managed to not age at all. Wow. Have you seen her? She's amazing. There's a picture of her here when she's like 28 years old, mm-hmm. right next to one at 54, and you can't tell the difference. I know. And it has nothing to do with Photoshop. It has nothing to do with her hair color, uh, makeup, uh, lighting, and professional photography. Mm-mm. Don't tell me that it has anything to do with that. Just because she's a stage performer mm-hmm. doesn't mean she has professional people around her making her looks good. Botox and plastic surgery. See, now you're being negative against her wrinkle Sorry. cream. Okay. All right. So she has managed not to age at all. She's 54. Her secret's finally out, Miss Capel. And I think this is what's really ticking a lot of people off on the inside mm-hmm. because the secret's out. Now the rest of us buffoons can now be wrinkle free. <laughs> yeah, it's not just for the elites anymore. That's right. Today, um, at people, they're they're trying her product, uh, and they say you really could look the cage younger in just a few minutes. Oh yeah, you should see these women. Oh yeah, before and after pictures. Oh yeah, it's, it's they tested it. It's incredible. They look great. Um, there, here's one lady who tested it. She had 30 years of marriage. So right there, that makes you wrinkly. 30 years of marriage will just stress you out. It'll oh. freak you out because mm-hmm. um, you can't, you want to kill your spouse, but you can't. So you get this this facial droop, right? <laughs> so this gal's married 30 years. Her skin deteriorated uh, severely due to constant stress from her husband, mm-hmm. sun damage from the sun simulated sun filter out mm-hmm. there, and then occasional, okay, occasional wine and some and cocktails. cocktails. Yeah, and a few years of smoking. Oh. All right, okay. So, now, yeah. well, she used the product, the same one Victoria uses, to see if it was really true, and guess what? It is. It successfully restored decades of youth to her face using this uh, groundbreaking tip. And there's a picture of her. I mean, doesn't, you know what I'm saying? And you notice the eyebrows are now shaped, whereas yeah. before they weren't. Um, the makeup is uh, a little different, professionally done. The skin looks very mm-hmm. taunt. Mm-hmm. Looks very taunt. And it looks, she has a, like a, what do you call it, a base? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their skin looks a little lighter. Yes. Okay. Um, anyway, it goes on and on. How, how these women were embarrassing. Now, I have a picture right here in front of me. Uh, I think, no, you know what? I didn't post this on our Facebook page, and here's okay. why. Okay. Well, here's why. It's an advertisement for Victoria oh, yeah. Osteen's yeah. wrinkle thing, and I'm not going to put an advertisement for her crap yeah. on my page. So I didn't, even though I like to talk about it because I'm making fun of them. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I'm talking about it. But uh, in a way, I am giving an advertisement to them. But I'm not going to put it on the page because I'm just, I'm evil like that. I'm George Soros evil. 
Uh, yeah, here's a picture of her. She's beautiful. She's at 28 years old. Um, she's absolutely gorgeous. And then at 54 years old, she looks exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly. Hardly changed at Didn't change all. all. It changed at all. At all. Exactly the same. Like I said, it has nothing to do with the professional photography, the professional makeup artist, Photoshop. Well, that would just be cynical. Yeah. Okay. Now, here, here's the other great thing. And I, and I love what these... The largest congregation in the United States... Mm-hmm. And I love uh, what they're doing with the church. Uh, this is beautiful. They have partnered with Dr. Oz. In fact, Dr. <laughs> Oz. Muslim. Yeah, yeah, he's a Muslim. Um, but, but doesn't mean he doesn't know things, Ms. Capel. Mm-hmm. He's very smart. He's a doctor. Yeah, right. My goodness. He went to doctor school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, Dr. Oz has known about Victoria's Secret. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I'm reading I know, it. right? Yeah. Well, not the lingerie company, <laughs> but he probably has. Not because he buys it for his wife, but probably because he likes to wear silky things. Mm. Uh, Dr. Ross has known about Victoria's Secret for years and has reserved it for only private celebrity clients. Because they're the only ones that can afford those prices. Yeah, and they need to look 10 to 15 years younger real quick. Mm-hmm. So he, he's known about this, but he's reserved it for celebrity clients, not letting us regular buffoons know about this wrinkle-free cream. Until guess who? Victoria Osteen opened her big yap and revealed Revive Youth on Larry King Live. See, That's why they're pissed off at her. That's why the Illuminati is trying to get her because of her wrinkle-free cream. Exactly. George Soros could use some of this bad boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? See? So why hasn't he? Because he likes the natural. Maybe he doesn't know the secrets. Mm. Dr. Ross had the secrets. Mm. Aren't you listening? Okay. Even for Victoria Osteen to tell others about her secret and launch her own line of anti-aging products, right? Mm Mm-hmm. She couldn't help but start crying. Oh, for the she love did. of pizza. Oh, for the love of pizza. Is she ah. sincere? She started crying with Larry King about her biggest secret being exposed and in the open. She said, now everybody's going to be buying my $5 regal creep. And I'm only going to make millions of dollars from unsuspecting buffoons <laughs> who come to our church and tithe and listen to my husband and myself make a mockery of the gospel of <laughs> You did that really well. That's funny. Yes. Uh, a, a true story. This has to be a true story. It's on People Magazine. Uh, here's another video. We can watch a reviewer use Revive Youth, oh. Holstein's breakthrough new anti... Oh, it's a weapon. It's an anti-aging weapon, by the way. Um, Dr. Oz has always kept it a secret for himself, only gave it to celebrities. Here's many before and after. Here's uh, Babs. She mm-hmm. looks pretty haggard there, and now she's beautiful. I don't know who Goldie these other women are. Goldie oh, Hawn. that's um, uh, Corrick. Oh, okay. And, and uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, and it has nothing to do with her hair, uh, like a $1,400 haircut and restyle and, like I said, Photoshop. And Those are probably older fi- pictures, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously, here's Goldie Hawn with a, a Trump hat or something mm-hmm. on. And yeah. But uh, I like the one with Christy Brinkley, who's 61, yes. but she looks 35. Yes. And, and, and she wasn't a model before. None of that has anything to do with it Mm-mm. and knows how to do all that stuff. So there's before and after pictures here. Um, everybody's happy. But what I'm happy about is that um, 
the largest church in America. The largest church in America. That's right. <laughs> the largest church in America is known not for, well, preaching the gospel of Christ or winning souls or helping people through, well, the end of the world. Mm-mm. What they are known for now is beauty product. It's an anti-aging weapon, Miss Kapow. <laughs> <laughs> beauty product. What's century? Hello? Someone's knocking at your door, Miss Kapow. I think it's 1970. <laughs> 1970 wants the beauty product back. It's an anti-aging weapon. Okay, whatever. This is what Obama's using against Putin. <laughs> Except he's injecting himself with a microbacteria that's millions of years old. And it's going to blow Victoria's secret right out of the water. Well, anyway, she's, you, you she's a beautiful it. woman. He's a handsome man. I think Larry King's very handsome. I mean, he, he kind of has that vulture look about him where he looks like a vulture. He really does. Yeah. He looks like a little With vulture. That slanted forehead. But yet it's handsome. I mean, it's like if, if you say so, if if you were a vulture and looked at an he does, I'm let, let me put it this way. He doesn't look like a turkey vulture, all right? Those are not good. I don't know. That's your opinion. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go home. I'm leaving. Uh, I think I've done enough damage, mm-hmm. and I can't repair it. No. So if you will give everybody a shout down, and then we'll see them next year. I know. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, we won't see them. They will hear us they will hear next us, year. God willing. Well, yeah, God willing, maybe that'll never happen. That'd be really kind of cool. Okay, ciao, babies. Good night.